Did you listen to that episode? What what episode? Of NAGP. Oh, no. Crap. <laughs> I figured. We can do it anyway. I took notes. I'll just remind you of what happened. Okay. I figure you've listened to them a lot anyway. Yeah, there was a period of time where I was just working through them. Hmm. You're our biggest fan. Me? Yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is the start of uh, what will be known as NAGP Classic, where I think we explained before and then maybe not even have released that audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, We've hinted at it a couple of times. Yeah, we used to do a gaming podcast back in the day. It started around like 2007. Yeah. And uh, we did it for like a, a year or two. I want to say at least two. At least two years. And um, NAGP Returns is, well, NAGP Resurrection is the resurrection of that. Yeah. This is NAGP Classic. And uh, so this episode that we're, we're listening to is uh, from, I want to say it was December 9th, 2007. Hmm. The original release date. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you guys had a guy for the first episode. This is the second episode. Oh, okay. So but this is uh, is this uh, this your first episode? Uh, no, this is actually just you and Joe. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys, they any not another gaming podcast joe's brilliant name (laughs) which if you google it now you can find not just another gaming podcast Mm -hmm. and another gaming podcast and several Mm -hmm. variations on that yeah um but it's funny i think i think there actually might have been a not another gaming podcast there was i think yeah they were out in canada so we didn't trip yeah, or there was also a Hey Listen Radio somewhere, but it was like there a is. specific podcast or something. I think that one may maybe we're confusing the two, but I feel like that one was in Canada and and no longer running. Oh, okay. But so there was you guys did the first episode with a person who never showed up again. <laughs> yeah, there was and, drama. I suppose so. I never really heard what the drama was. Mm. What was it? Do you know? Uh, I can't tell you here. Uh, I can tell you at a later point in time. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you don't have to name names. um, I guess the Cliff Notes version is this... uh, I don't remember the exact issue, but... um, scheduling conflicts and this person not wanting to just be on one show or have it only be one show me and joe wanted to do two as early as that point in time one Mm -hmm. was a news show and one was a theme show Mm -hmm. and this person didn't want to just be on one so it was either just one or they would bail (laughs) <laughs> Which is funny because it stayed just one for for like, for a while. Um, the reason why I don't like telling the story is because uh, it involves another embarrassing story that I guess needs to be said now that it's uh, history. But uh, I was really mad about this and started venting towards Joe and Aim. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I don't know when, I clicked over to another window, and all of that venting went to the person I was venting about. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, uh, the fifth Beatle, as we'll refer to them, uh, no longer with us. Uh, I mean, they're still alive, in a manner of speaking. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so this was uh, sort of in between... uh, you guys were, I, you, it was just you and Joe in this episode, and at some point after that, you guys asked me, mm-hmm. and I was down for life. Yep. Por vida. 
and I show up on episode three. So this is a, a, episode two of NAGP Classic. Um, so you were playing Xenosaga at the time. Ah, okay. Joe was playing Final Fantasy Tactics and uh, Jean d'Arc at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, I can I can vaguely remember aspects of this. Um, <laughs> another story. I think I think there's a story involving Xenosaga between me and Joe that gets mentioned in that show. I don't quite remember about mm-hmm. save data. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I'll uh, share here. He he got to a really far point in the game, and I accidentally, when he loaned it to me, accidentally deleted his save data. <laughs> <laughs> so I may be instrumental in him never finishing that game. That's funny. He was probably never going to finish it. Those games but. are long. So, uh, anyway, it was a different world back then. Uh, we were different people. Well, more so me than Joe. It's interesting. You, I feel like you're, you're more like, you're not as laid, but you're not as relaxed but not necessarily that you got angry on this episode, but more like you just were like on fire. You had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Like you. Whereas now, I feel like you're maybe a little more calculated. I I try to be. <laughs> whereas no, in that old show, I was definitely like off the cuff. Yeah. Just just firing out, just fiery in general. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Joe's changed much. I, I want to say he lets Weird Joe out a bit more. Yeah, whereas it was more like it kind of just seeped out. Okay. Yeah, due to having to wrangle the two of us. If you just listen closely to the way Joe speaks in this episode, you'll catch some uh, some interesting things that just kind of are like, they just go. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just glosses over them, but... Uh, you get, he has a weird reaction when you guys talk about girl gamers. It's a very much like a. I, you'll hear it on the episode. Yeah, isn't this back in the the day of they don't exist? Yeah, I think you you joked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is back in the day when Ninten- Nintendo's net worth was eighty five billion U.S. dollars. Jesus Christ! Um, oh yeah, this is the Wii. How they long for that now. The Wii PS3 was struggling. Uh, it was, yeah, it was really struggling. You guys talked about the PS2 still being a contender for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Street Fighter 4 was announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of stuff. You guys were, were worried about, you were worried about uh, online or you expressed that the fighting game community was worried about how online would be handled. Yeah. It was funny. It's funny to look back at now. It's like, I could see the concerns, but it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's obvious that it would go online. Yeah. You know, well, that's going to be the fun thing about going back through these is just sort of seeing what we got right, what we got wrong. Were we off here? Were we on there? Yeah, um, yeah. It's just kind of a, a trip down memory lane. So that's that's what these episodes will be all about. And yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep putting these out until Joe comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know when, but I'm gonna enjoy going listening to these again. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, put the. Uh appeal out there again to anyone listening to comments specifically on these episodes with uh how you felt about the things we talked about back then Mm-hmm. Or stuff you remember yeah are we kidding no one's gonna comment <laughs> i'll keep trying till it happens damn it yeah joe didn't understand why there's no backwards compatibility in the ps3 and he he read something where it was like they said that uh, oh, because they wanted to encourage people to buy PS3 games, and Joe was like, "Oh, that doesn't make sense." I'm pretty sure I didn't like that. Well, well, it's obvious that you know it was just because it was expensive to have a PS2. You know, they had the Emotion Engine in there, mm-hmm. 
And that's a big reason why they were struggling back then was because of the $600 price tag. Yep. It was insane. Uh, but they learned from that. You had mentioned uh, how many exclusives the PS3 had lost. Mm-hmm. Is crazy. You, you mentioned a few, and then you mentioned like a few more mm-hmm. that hadn't lost exclusivity. And you're like, I wouldn't be surprised if... And you were talking about Tekken and MGS4. <laughs> both series did go multi-platform yeah. generation. I don't know how serious I was when I said that, though. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, just let these two boys take you on a, a ride. I want to say that your voices were... It's weird to say, but I think your voices actually were slightly higher back then <laughs> not Probably. high by any means but your voice is definitely lower now yeah um, it's, it'll be interesting to hear my voice because mine i always call in through a phone yeah i don't know i wonder if my i don't think my voice is my voice is so weird you, you know what yours is probably I'm, I'm almost certain yours is higher back then too and i think that's just youth <laughs> Yeah, Joe mentioned something about it being tough being old in this episode. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, was, God. This was nine years ago. This was almost ten years ago. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I just turned 20. <laughs> That's crazy. God. Yeah, this was 2007, December. So... Or just turned 21. This was about... This is coming up on nine years. Nine years ago. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, enjoy. And we'll have lots to say uh, in these. We'll keep doing little intros for these. Yep. um, With our thoughts and commentary. But uh, enjoy the bad porn music. Welcome to the second episode of the Not Another Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, as always, is Lionel. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to do an introduction where I don't crack up. It's good. It, it flows. It works. But nothing beat your laugh from the first one. That was beautiful. Live from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get right into it then. Okay. Uh, well, first, like always, we shall start out and say what we've been playing. First, you, Lionel, what have you been doing? You know, I'm, I mean, it's an RPG. I'm still on Xenosaga. I'm going to be on that for the next, I don't know, five or six episodes, probably, maybe longer, depending on how much I suck. Yeah. <laughs> Five or six episodes, my friend. You mean like five or six years? That game, how it works. Uh, if anyone well, has, well, you, well, the thing is, is that on top of it being huge and having a lot of unlockables, there's two more games in the series. This is true. I've still got to play episodes two and three of Xenosaga. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be I'll be a year older by the time I'm done. <laughs> Okay, just so everybody knows, uh, if you're any, if you're even familiar with the whole Xeno Saga games, originally the it first came off the first game that appeared and it kind of branches off to actually the Xeno Saga games are prequels to an old classic uh, RPG that came out around the same time as Final Fantasy VII, but it was overshadowed because well, like many good RPGs out there, such as Tactics, exactly because of Final Fantasy VII. But yes. Around that same time when Final Fantasy VII came out, like most games around that time, uh, since it well, well, Final Fantasy, so a lot of the really good games were kind of overshadowed and ignored and like pushed way back in the shelf. And yes, is that the game you've been playing right now, Lionel? I mean, that's actually pretty much it. I've, I've been I've been focused on it. So Which, yeah, that's all I've been playing so far. Oh yes, yes. So if anyone likes uh, RPGs with a really, really, really deep and complex storyline, then 
the Xenosaga games are definitely up your alley. It's well worth it, trust me. <laughs> the game that I've been playing, I've been playing, obviously, Final Fantasy Tactics. That game, I mean, I, I played on the original on the PlayStation. That game kicks ass, so I have to yeah, play on the PS4. Thanks for not yeah. you over and over and over again. <laughs> it, was, it was worth it, though. That game, was it's awesome. And also, another game... Uh, I'm playing Jean d'Arc. It's another tactical RPG. It's, uh, sadly, I have been spoiled by it because uh, I played that game first, and you have complete control over the camera, as you all know with tactical RPGs. You can, you know, it, it, you have real uh, the the game. Those kind of games deal heavily around the camera, so you know what you're doing and everything. And it it is set up so perfectly because what you can do is you can yes rotate around the you know the the playground. And, but you can also zoom in, zoom out, uh, set the camera up at uh, certain angles, and you can also do this all during the battle as the battles are happening. So it's it's very nice. So when I went back to playing Final Fantasy Tactics on the PSP, it was a little kind of off because you were only able to shift the camera around at a, you know at a fixed position. So I kind of I was like, oh, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's worth I, it. I've been spoiled there, but yeah, it's it's all good. And then uh, I downloaded the Ratchet and Clank demo for the PS3. I have never played any of the Ratchet and Clank games, but that game was pretty impressive, especially. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say the Ratchet and Clank games in general. Even though I'm not a big platformer guy, those should be system sellers. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, those at Future. That's the new one coming off the PS3, and oh my god, it is really, 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 really good. This is one weapon where you can actually, I forgot, it's called Funk something, but it allows you to make all the enemies dance, and they do, like, disco moves and whatnot. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh man, okay, well, uh, besides that, I tried downloading Virtual Fighter 5, but uh, the power said B won't let you Exactly. I think it's trying to tell me something. Joe, you suck at fighters. Don't download this game. You'll get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's uh, definitely one of the most challenging fighters, but it's worth it for just how balanced the gameplay is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I know Virtual Fighters, It's like it wasn't like the first real 3D fighting game or something? or uh, I believe so. Um some people make arguments for other games, but for the most part, that does hold true. Oh, yes. It's got a huge, huge following. Okay. Well, we've cleared that up now. Now let's start getting into all the lovely news. And there was quite a lot that's happened this whole week. and that's yeah, it's been a busy week. Yes. Yes, it has. Uh, the first article that I found was uh, it's actually kind of interesting. It's about a topic that's is kind of a little, kind of little, uh, a little out there, I guess. It's about girl gamers and women, and just who you know play games and whatnot. Wait, it says, you mean they exist? Oh my god! No, <laughs> no trust me, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. They need to come out of hiding. Those little. Anyway, okay. Recent. Uh, this is what the article says. It says recently, Time Online reported that the Wii and DS are selling rapidly to women gamers. Uh, with 51% of Wii users and 53 of DS users being women. It is no wonder that the gaming giant will be giving its Christmas advertisements a more girly feel. With the Wii Fit getting ready to hit stores, Nintendo sees this as a goldmine and budget buster for women. Uh, my, well, uh, I guess I'm not that surprised. I mean, no gamers as a whole are happy to hear this. Oh, yes, of course. But, I mean, that's also pretty much just furthering the argument that most gamers, uh, uh, excuse me, most uh, female gamers are just really hardcore casual gamers, which, nothing wrong with that. I'm perfectly fine with that as long as they're actually playing games. (laughs) Yeah, well, that makes the Nintendo fanboys especially happy considering the majority of them are playing Nintendo consoles. (laughs) <laughs> this is true. Good you, Joe. It, yes, very much so. Uh, I mean, uh, see, that's the kind of thing. I, I mean, it, this actually works out perfectly because Nintendo's original plan, as we both know, was to push, you know, towards casual the casual gaming audience. The whole, mm-hmm. 
yes, the whole family feel and whatnot. And well, their plan is working, and that kind of segues into another topic here that uh, uh, Nintendo in Japan is uh, worth ten trillion yen. That's so they're doing pretty well thanks to the Wii and the DS. And that I'm high, if I remember correctly. Yes, and this translates to 85 billion U.S. dollars. So, yes, Nintendo is doing very, very, very well. Uh, Which, the only thing I have to worry about is that, okay, they're doing really well towards the casual gamers, but Mm -hmm. are they pushing away the hardcore gamers? Could be the opposite. I mean, one thing you got to keep in mind is, They've had hardcore gamers for years. They know years. They know the formula. They're they're like one of the few. I mean, really, compared to Microsoft and even Sony, they've got the most experience. So it could very well just be a case of let's get a new audience and then come back to the old. This is true. They're probably going to try and go for the uh, you know satisfy both sides. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Because I mean, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. Because I mean, originally. What was like the the Nintendo and the and the the the, the Game Boy and all of them? They were not that you know graphically superior to any of the other systems. I mean, Sega had like a whole swarm of systems that they brought out, and they just oh, actually yeah. they dominated the um, the Nintendo like uh, graphic wise. But <laughs> there was just something about Nintendo, the gameplay, that just pulled people in and made it succeed. So, I mean, I mean, let, let me let me break this down for people the the epitome of this is what what did they call that that uh plug-in that lets you play game boy games on the snes oh super game boy okay you got the super game boy versus the nomads (laughs) i mean come on now okay one lets you play really green blocky pixelated things on an actual tv the other is a portable sega genesis (laughs) that's <laughs> <was> right there. <laughs> yeah, somehow Nintendo pulls through. They are, you know, the kings of handheld and everything related. You know, this is this is true. Uh, and, it, with them. and it's 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 kind of funny too because the original Game Boy, even though it, uh, you know, was just inferior with you know, just graphically and whatnot, it took like four batteries. It just it took up a lot of power, and the I mean, yeah. in the the screen looked so bad. It was so heavy. It was so bulky. But the games, it was yeah. just like what they're doing with the Wii. It's the games that are pulling people in, just like it did back then. It's doing it now. So, I mean, they also know the market. You know, it's they they know where to draw the line between power and convenience. I mean, that's why the DS has killed the PSP in so many different occasions. Yeah, that, that's true. The next uh, story. Uh, sorry about all that. Yes. Yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> Seems like the powers that be don't want this podcast to happen. No. Well, we'll fight it. It's going to happen, no matter whoever doesn't want it or does want it. They can all go fuck themselves. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Alrighty. The the next topic here. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, here's a. It's about the PlayStation Three. The PS3 seems to finally be getting some love. Uh, it apparently seems that in the UK, uh, it's up. It's gone up 100, and sales have gone up 178 percent. So I mean, it's it's actually doing pretty well there. I think uh-huh. it. I think it's probably because of the Blu-ray. Because really, yes, uh, yeah. I wouldn't really be that surprised. Apparently, oh, uh, this this is actually kind of sad. Real sad. There will my that uh, well apparently uh, there will be no Metal Gear Solid demo prior to the release. So uh, yeah, that kind of that kind of really sucks. Cause I'm just, you, just, you just get to wait for the whole thing, I guess. That's kind of rough. I mean, I it's a good and bad thing. It's a good thing because well, they're building up the hype for it, and considering that the PlayStation Three's lost all of its other exclusive titles. I think this is probably a good thing that they build on top of the, you know, the whole idea that Metal Gear Solid 4 is coming and it's going to be it's going to be great. So maybe they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is probably I say the online may very well save the PS3 if it does well. I am looking forward to it. 
I only saw a part of the online. Now, I saw like one video. I didn't read too much on it. Uh, is it a part of Metal Gear Solid 4, or is there a separate game? Initially, I believe it was going to be a part of it. And the when you buy NGS4, you get sort of a starter package for it. But it's going to be a separate game overall. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, didn't they already do that in the... Um, uh, yeah, they did it before with uh, Subsistence. Uh, Snake Eater 3 or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, um, so. This one, I mean, that was really more of an extra. It was the multiplayer aspect of it. This is going to be a full-on, stand-alone, online game. Oh. Well, very interesting. Know, set in that timeline. But, you know, it's going it, to... It, it hopefully will kick ass. My only worry are going to be people who say, ooh, another shooter, and play it as such. You know, oh. just run around trying to frag everything. The game well, is, you know, since it's MGS, they want you to employ tactics, be smart. That's true. Well, I mean, uh, uh, like I said, I saw the video, and I'm pretty sure you probably saw the same one I saw. The way that the it was set up, it did seem like that they were implementing, I mean, the way that people were playing it, like some sort of tactic. Like, you know... Oh, yeah, it's heavy. It's got a lot of uh, team-based aspects. It's going to play heavily on that. You'll be able to you know, do do the uh, stuff that it actually works within like storyline as well. You'll actually be able to know where your opponents are, where your teammates are, if they've passed out, where their what their status is overall. Oh. You, know, you got oh, okay. to be really, really uh, crafty in that game. Oh, well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Snake, Snake is all about the the stealth and, and the whatnot. It's MGS, so you know. It's going to be the thinking man shooter. <laughs> you got to do that. That's why I'm waiting for that game when they have the crossover between Sam Fisher versus Snake. Oh no! Don't don't get that started. Don't don't. <laughs> the, the 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 Splinter Cell fanboys versus the MGS fanboys. They it, it it gets brutal. It gets brutal. I've seen some of those. You know what started off as what was supposed to be a debate just turns into the worst flame war you could ever imagine. Trolls. So many trolls. Now, I... Well, I mean, come on. This is... It's perfectly a legit argument, just like the whole argument between, you know, God of War and Devil May Cry. No, that, that that's... That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're... They're, they're, they're equally legitimate. I guess. <laughs> they both I mean, make perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, they're they're in the same genre, but but even then, they're two different standards within that genre. I never understood. I never understood the comparisons people were making between those two games. Uh, like you, yeah, like you said, they were in this within the same genre, but the games are so very different. Yeah. But yes, we're going off topic again. We seem to be good at that. <laughs> okay, uh, here's something. I found something really really interesting. Uh, uh, Soul Calibur. You know, there's there's Soul Calibur Legends, and that's coming out for the Wii, and there's also Soul Calibur being released on the 360, and I believe the PlayStation 3. Yeah. Uh, this is about the Soul Calibur on the Legends on the Wii. Apparently, Lloyd, people, if people don't know who I'm talking about, he's from Tales of Symphonia. Uh, he's you know that character who has two, his weapon was like two swords or something. Yeah, he had two swords. Yeah. Yes, he will be starring in that game. He might I, be starring in that game. Yeah, I don't even know how that makes any sense. It's not certain. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. It, it, they both, you know, Soul Calibur and Tales of the Pony, they're both done by Namco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it'd be within reason to, you know, assume he might make a cameo in there. It's been done with other you know, consoles. I mean, think about Namco... And that Namco Capcom game had characters from all over, but what I'm thinking it might be because they did some stuff like this when the creative player for Soul Calibur Three came out. That may be a created character. Oh, that could be. You're right. But I mean, in uh, Soul Calibur Three, there are special items you can put together and make Cosmos from Xenosaga. Oh. Within Soul Calibur 3. Really? So it wouldn't surprise me if they had specific set of Lloyd equipment in there. So he could very well be in the game, too. Ah. Uh, we don't know much either way, but you know that's my alternate theory. 
Oh well, uh, actually, it makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. Cause I just yeah, I just remember that yeah, it's, they're both uh, Namco. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that actually does make a lot of sense. I mean, that's probably going to make a lot of you Tales uh, Tales fans out there really really happy because as yeah. we know, the whole Tales you know games they've got like a huge following of people. Everybody loves those yeah. games. I mean, fun. yeah, I got nothing wrong with them. I mean, I mean they're okay. I, mean, I love Tales of Symphonia, inf- yeah, you know, infinitely. Just for that one moment after I finished my first battle, accidentally hit one of the buttons and got a message saying, "Congratulations, you made a sandwich." <laughs> Classic. It, it was made of bread and lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate food. <laughs> Never mind the. Uh, the the bandits I took out, I made a sandwich. <laughs> That's all that matters. Indeed. <laughs> that you made a sandwich. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. uh, now, something else uh, about uh, Capcom. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you heard about this. Uh, this is something that a lot of people have been waiting for. Street Fighter 4 finally yeah. announced. Yes. Oh, yeah, I got some hmm? about that game. I took pictures of myself, myself firing Hadoukens. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. I will show you those when it's over. But, Very nice. Very nice. Did you see the trailer for it? Oh, God, yes. Me and Chris are praying that they do something similar to that art style with the game. Yeah, it is. It. Oh, my Oh my God. I mean, I'm not... It was I, just beautiful. Yeah, I'm not a big fighter person because I suck ass at fighting games, but I was just, like, wowed by that. It looks so... Be- I hope they stick with that style and make that the actual yeah, I game. I hope they do something like that with the style. I'm also praying, though, that it stays 2D. I mean, there's already a 3D Street Fighter game. I mean, Capcom can make uh, good 2D to 3D transitions with their games as long as they keep them separate. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Pass. well, I but, mean, um, all right, go ahead. Well, I was about to say. Meanwhile, you take uh, the X series, X7, and even X8 when they put it back on the 2D axis. We're still really low points for that series. And like I said, when when they keep it separate, it's all right. When when they do like, because the 3D Street Fighter games were a completely different series of games. That's true. Were they um uh, were they any good? Cause, I mean, I haven't played 2D. Um, a lot of people, I guess, blew them off because they were 3D. I I think they were kind of hit and miss. They were hit and miss for me. Oh, uh, okay. Well. Uh, I don't know the full name because like the full name is like insanely long. But like the the newest Street Fighter, I think just came out on the Xbox Live Arcade. It's called like Super Street Fighter Turbo. Oh, the uh, high definition version. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, no, that that is the most probably. I've heard it be. I've heard it compared to Halo as far as the impact it's had on gaming. Oh, and um, uh-huh. I, w- I was. So I was somewhat aware during that. I was a little kid watching my cousin mess people up in 7-Eleven because there were Street Fighter II machines everywhere. They were in, you know, gas stations. They were in laundromats. They were, they were in everywhere. They were in some schools. Really? Yes. And I mean, that game, that game was really uh, the first Street Fighter II was what revived arcades after they died for the first time. Oh, you know, Jesus! Competitive play was just it. I mean, you know, there was all that was, you know, still when gaming was about being hardcore. You wanted to be the elite. You wanted to be the king of your local machine. You know. Yeah. And no. they made they made so many other Street Fighter Two games, balancing out the characters and competitive play for that game is still huge. Yes, so, you but know, it's... of course, this game is going to do well. Yes, but the only issue now is that the following is still huge, but the following is incredibly underground. It is like, because <laughs> arcades are like non-existent now. They're like, well, no, um, I expect it with, well, with it being, um, you'll probably be, you'll be able to play it online, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah what would be online being there, expect to see some tournaments, expect to see it in the uh, big 2D fighter tournaments. There's still huge ones out there. They're, they have bigger draws than most other uh, tournament play. They're, they're ridiculous. Uh, let's just probably gonna go off a little bit off topic, but it's still similar. Okay, now the whole issue. Uh, what do you what What do you feel? What are your thoughts on the whole idea of Street Fighter? Uh, Street Fighter, excuse me. Yes, uh, fighting games and the whole online aspect to it. Because I mean, a lot of people they're kind of against it because you know the whole uh, you know 
lag issue. And when it comes to fighting games like The Perfectionist, they need to have it, you know, precise. You know, it has to be perfect or else they feel, yeah. That's true. That's true. That This specifically became a big argument with, uh, as you were mentioning before, Virtual Fighter 4. It's... I don't. I mean, I think the the online's probably gotten a lot better, but I still don't think it's going to be a case where it's going to be lag free. Obviously, some games are going to, you know, adapt to it better than others. I mean, it's still going to be issues regardless as to what game you're playing. But something like uh, I don't know, maybe something like Tekken might not have as much trouble as maybe Virtual Fighter Four. Maybe a 2D fighter will have more or less, like King of Fight a uh, King of Fighters game, a SNK style fighter, which is generally slower, more methodical, may have less trouble than, you know, say, an Alpha or Marvel vs. Capcom, which is fast, twitch-heavy, and all about combos. But specifically, back to Virtual Fighter 4, Virtual Fighter 4 is the epitome of, you know, just precision as far as fighting games go. The uh, tournament players, anyone who's hardcore in Virtual Fighter, takes into account the frames of animations before they're doing attacks. All of that comes into play. Instead of having tiers for which character is best and which character is low, because the game is meticulously balanced, the tiers are more based on moves, individual moves among each character. Some moves may be phased out as they have too much recover time or have a tendency not to hit well or leave openings. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a whole other world within itself. So... You know, when they announced that Virtual Fighter 4 was going to go online, the hardcore fans, the fans who've been with it from the beginning, or the tournament players, were up in arms. They were pissed, mm. especially considering the creator of the game itself, Yu Suzuki, was saying, "No, I don't want online. It's gonna, it's gonna screw up competitive play. I don't want online." But everyone kept persisting. Everyone was forcing it. They demanded online because mm. the game, the game has been all about gameplay all about balance all about competition so they don't have a whole bunch of extras to carry it through minus the online which is probably why it was attached to the 360 version ah uh, okay interesting uh now that's also kind of reasonable I'm, breath. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> used to talking that much <laughs> now the whole online thing it's it's becoming uh like like I'll, i listen to a lot of podcasts you know the gaming podcasts and whatnot and it seems to be a lot of the reviewers they seem to like judge. Yes, they seem to demand it now. It's 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 seeming like the whole idea of a single player adventure game, the whole single player experience. Single player game. Yes, yes, it's becoming it's like becoming fizzed out now. Everybody's yeah. like wanting everything has to be multiplayer. Everything has to be online, and this is why I don't mean to bring it up because I mean I'm. I'm sure everybody in the world has heard it a billion times now. But Bioshock, it it did a very good job in the whole idea of bringing back the whole first uh, first person single player experience. It made it very involving. Oh, yes, yes, very it's, immersive. Yes, that's yes, where you want. Yes, ex- exactly, uh, and it's great too bec- because there is no kind of actual online. Really, it's really just all about the single player. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they focus everything entirely on the single player. And that's, I mean, personally, they should start doing that again. They should start bringing back the whole single player experience. Because instead, mm-hmm. of, instead of having to, like, you know, always focus so much on, like, making the multiplayer, you know, crazy and, you know, really, I guess, exciting and really involved or whatever, they need to focus and go back to the roots of how gaming originally was and where the storyline was beautiful and full of, you know... Uh, interesting ideas and, and, and you know intriguing characters and deep plots that sort of thing not just you know quick in and out things uh, yeah, no, it doesn't it seems like gaming as a whole is more focused on being immediately accessible I'm not saying that everyone is devoted to uh casual gamers but more of a mainstream gaming crowd we yes. should probably uh, do a podcast about this within itself because Hey, this is a, like a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, part of the issue is that me and Joe are, are mainly retro gamers. I mean, we play new stuff when we can, when I can afford it, and when he has time for it. But you know, we're 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 big retro guys. Chris, uh, Chris, and who may be joining us, Phil, are really the uh, modern gamers. So once once we we've got a level playing field, we may go back to that. 
Trust me, uh, Lionel and I are the kind of people that you, if you could throw us back into like the 90s or something, early 90s, we would be very happy. <laughs> I still say me and you were born, uh, I'd say, five or six years too late. Yeah, I think exactly. we, we should have been born uh, early enough to have uh, have really gotten started with the Atari, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, we, the intelligence and all those really, really old school, the, the one era of gaming we missed. Oh, and and if we were there, we could have built up and okay. Well, we can't. <laughs> enough reminiscing. Yeah. Yes, thinking about what could have been. You see, we're old people. We do this. Oh God! All righty, <laughs> all right. Uh, the next news story here. Uh, apparently, Devil May Cry is coming out uh, next February. Hooray! So it's coming out finally, and it's yeah, going to be. I won't be able to play it because I'm broke. Ah, uh, well, damn it! I can't really. You will buy the game and send me it in a, in a 360. There you go. It all works out. It's just that easy. <laughs> uh, it's going to be released both simultaneously on the PlayStation 3 and the 360. It hurts every time I hear that poor PS3. Yeah, they lost uh, everything. From what I hear, at the very least, they're not going to show any favoritism for one console over the other. Like... Capcom did with a few other games. Uh, (laughs) Their attempt to uh, go exclusive uh, GameCube, they got pissed and then gave RE4 on the PS2 all kinds of extras and shit. Even the controls bit. Uh, That's just spite. Ignore it, take it with a grain of salt, whatever. Uh, I forgot what my point was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it sucks being old. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, now for next interesting news, um, GameTap. I still haven't used that yet. It seems like it's it's growing in popularity. I mean, the you whole idea. Get a new PC just for it. Yes, yes. It looks awesome. And uh, for people who are not, you know, informed of what GameTap is, it's basically an online service where you can play. I think you can just download the games, can't you? Yeah, you pay a monthly fee. And you could just download a bunch of classic games, or like, actually, or I think there's some recent games. Yeah, on there's, there too. there's they some got, recent uh, games. Most recent one I know about, they have Jericho on there. Yes, they've actually been talking and about they've that too. Uploaded it for uh, Halloween. You know, anyone who's got a game t- game tap account, if you're not out trick or treating or going to some Hollywood, some kind of Halloween themed nightclub or whatever, kick back with Jericho. That game looks like it'll scare the shit right out of you. Yeah, I, there will be shit everywhere. I downloaded the uh, the Jericho demo actually on the 360, and that game is it is gory. It, it yeah, it will. You, that's the game you play in the dark. It will haunt you. Yeah, it will. That definitely. That's it's it's a it's built with the Unreal Engine. Uh, it looks like because we as we all know with the Unreal Engine, you can definitely you know that it's used that engine because it's got power. that you know signature. It's got the power and it's got that signature look that like. Mostly, like ninety percent of the next gen games coming out nowadays seem to have. Yeah, it's getting a little annoying, but true yeah, enough, it's true yeah. Uh, but yes, back to my main point. GameTap uh, apparently, the um, they're about to reach their a thousand games online mark milestone. I guess if you will. Mm. Yeah. So they, wow, that is a lot. A thousand and games on there. I really want them to do well. Uh, I mean. Game tab is pretty awesome, although I haven't tried it yet. I would suggest everybody to try it. Alrighty, let's see. What do we have next to discuss? Link's Crossbow Training, coming out November 9th and for 20 bucks. And for people who don't know what the Wii Zapper is, it's basically Nintendo's attempt at making a light gun, and they failed. It's Yeah, that's, that's what I hear. It's pretty bad. It all really is is um, a plastic case that's shaped like a gun, or you know, zap or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, yeah. You put the nunchuck and the Wii mode in there, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. So essentially, it you're still using the Wii mode, but it's just fixed in a certain position, which yeah, is from what I hear that makes the shooters infinitely harder. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I don't like the whole idea with the Wii zapper. It's kind of weird. Know, personally, it seems like the whole thing would be infinitely more responsive if you know you just held the remote, you know, truck, uh, treat it like an extension of your hand. Yeah, That's exactly. Probably yeah. why Metroid works so well. Oh yes, uh, I I mean I've I've actually been playing the the Metroid 
on the Wii, the new Metroid, and it, it oh yes, it is like a, basically an extension of your hand. It flows very nicely, the mm-hmm. controller in your arm and everything. I mean, that controller is why one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to RE Chronicles. Oh yes, oh yes. Oh uh, crap, I saw a trailer for that. You get to play as well. I mean, you, you could unlock, spoiler, spoiler, you can unlock Wesker in RE4, but, you know, a portion of Resident Evil Chronicles will center around him and how badass he truly is oh, I'm right. gonna love that <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, I'm sure all the uh, hardcore RE fans will just you know wet their, wet their pants over that game oh they already did <laughs> when, when they saw that trailer Trust oh me. man and then I'm sure after they saw the RE5 trailer they were just on the floor just foaming at the mouth well anyone who wasn't black yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> For the record, me and Joe are black, but we don't give a damn. No. That, that was a bit much. I don't know. I think, I think whoever was pissed off about that was, I don't know. I guess I, I, guess I could see why, why, if you know how they'd take it wrong if they didn't play Resident Evil games before and know it's just a coincidence that they happen to be black. There have been black zombies in RE before. They were in RE. I remember... There was one in RE2, unfortunately, you see him before being a zombie and after. You see how he gets turned into it, you know. But there were black zombies in uh, Resident Evil 2 as well. However, the graphics made everyone look pretty gray, so <laughs> you can't tell unless you're looking really hard. Well, hey, hey, you don't know that. I mean, you know what happens to a black person when they're inside too long? They turn gray. Yeah, that could, that could be it. I mean... <laughs> I don't think there was anything, any, uh, as racist as I may find it, is that they used Black Hawk Down as, like, uh, 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 inspiration. And, I mean, I mean, I, honestly, if you, you want to try and claim that, uh, RE5 looks racist, no, no, check out Black Hawk Down. Those people were acting, those people were supposed to be normal, but they were acting more like zombies than anything else. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you know, that, that's just a stretch for me. That that movie just kind of went on too long for me. It just wouldn't <laughs> Black, end. Black Hawk Down. It's okay, Lionel. The movie's far, far away now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wow, that's that's amazing. We went to uh, the Wee Zapper to zombies. Awesome. And, and racism and y- yes, and war movies and you know, we are masters at going off topic. I think I think Chris actually helped keep us on. Yes. You know, hatred of the Wii. Yes. Oh, man. We've done so much Wii stuff to. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so but back to the, the. Basically, all the crossbow training is is like a, a, you, you get the zapper and you get the game, and pretty much all. It's like basically like a little demo game, or I guess you could really call it. All you really are is you, ha- you play as. Um, uh, you play as Link, and you have a crossbow, which is kind of strange because Link never had a crossbow. Is but anyway, young you, Link or regular Link? This is the adult Link, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But okay, but if you want to get real technical about it, this isn't really. I guess you can't really consider him to be the original or official Link because well, this you is, can never tell what Link you're playing as in any game at this point. <laughs> Well, I mean, I could go deep into that because there's a way you can tell, but I that we that like add another hour or so. In so I watched five or six like theorized timelines for those games. Yeah, it gets kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also kind of forgot too. I just got uh, the Phantom Hourglass too. I've been playing that. That actually turned out oh, pretty well. I've been hearing, you know, for uh, Zelda fans, that's like the rebirth. You know, that's like classic Zelda gameplay or something. Well, uh, the whole glam, a whole glam, the, excuse me, the whole game takes, um, you, you control with a stylus, which I was, oh. a little iffy, yeah, I was a little iffy on at first, but after playing a little bit, it works surprisingly well. So yeah, that, that's what I've been hearing. They, 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 these old school Zelda fans, especially ones who were disappointed by Twilight Princess are just loving this. Yeah, I'm, I'm with all those people too. Yeah. I'm a big, just so you guys know. Lionel's a Sega fan. I'm a Nintendo fan here, so I love all. Yeah, so there's yeah. there's games that we favor for certain reasons, and for random reasons, games we haven't played. Like I am mainly in the fighters action games because uh, that's what Sega specialized. Joe's a heavy RPG guy because 
SNES had a lot of badass RPGs. That's right. They did. It's very nice. So, uh, yeah, uh, but yes, I'm a big Nintendo person, so I love playing the Zelda games just like everybody else. I'm sure Nintendo fanboys like me. But uh, yes, I was not impressed with Twilight Princess. It was okay, Mm -hmm. but it is far from what I would consider to be the best Zelda game. That would be Zelda 64 by far. From that what game. I heard, actually, uh, Twilight Princess, a lot of people claim Twilight Princess was like a updated rehash of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, it had that feeling to it, but it's still, it, it's no it's no Zelda 64, I'm sorry. So, so was there energy tennis at the end of uh, Twilight Princess as well? <laughs> oh my, gosh, that's, <laughs> that's for another time. Uh, because we, could, yeah. we, we I, could, I probably would have played uh, Ocarina of Time too had I not seen that as like the epic final encounter. <laughs> uh, we could, um, God, uh, we could uh, just go like off. I mean, we could go off on Zelda. We could go off on Sega. Oh Jesus, these are like whole other man. We could like we could create separate podcasts just devoted to oh, those that's, areas. That's like what I was talking about before. Yeah, we okay. <laughs> one podcast for news, one for specific topics. Yeah, yeah, okay. But all right, uh, yes, Links Crossbow. It's basically it consists of a bunch of miniature games uh, where you just like you can shoot targets or something like that. It's just basically a demo, uh, so you can learn how to use, I guess, the zapper or something like that. It's not really all that. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fun. I'll I'll buy it because I like the Zelda games. But it's, it's Duck Hunt. It is Duck Hunt. Yeah, it, it pretty much is. It's Weed Duck Hunt. It really is. <laughs> Why haven't they released that yet? But, but yeah. Because that's what this is. It's Weed Duck Hunt. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, man. You can't tell me that you didn't spend hours playing that game. Oh, no. I did. I love that game. That game was awesome. I mean, it was surprisingly... I don't know what was with that game. That game was awesome. I don't know why. It was simple as hell, but, you know... I mean, the only complaint anyone have, has about that game is that they couldn't shoot the dog. <laughs> I hated that dog so much. Everyone hated that dog. I couldn't stand that. just wanted to shoot him. God. Oh, uh, they got to update uh, Duck Hunt so you can shoot that dog. That's, that's, my, that's my goal. I'm going to make a petition. Got to take down so that I'm sure dog. you can find a game for it on Flash. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. All righty. Uh, let me see here. What other quickie... Can I plop in there that we haven't really covered already? Crazy Chinese people, yoga, crossbow, Lloyd, Devil May Cry, tap, metal, gear solid. Oh, yes. No, that's boring. Forget that. Uh, crazy Europeans, strap on? Wait, no, that's... Okay, okay. That's, did you find something? No, nah, I think uh, I'm cleaned out. I got one. Okay. All right. Check it out. Check it out, folks. Apparently, contrary to what we're all thinking, in the you know ongoing war among the consoles this holiday season, there will be four, not three, four. Uh, got my fingers all screwed up. Contenders. Really. For people's money, and uh, we all know we 360 and PS3, but the dark horse in this, and this is quite interesting is the PS2. Oh, yes. Oh. It is competing with itself. <laughs> That's so and sad. Is, and I'm thinking this is mainly due to a lot of Japanese ports, you know, ports from uh, Japan that may have not normally made it out here, but, you know, what with the PS2 still being a viable source for income, they're throwing stuff out left and right. They still got, I think... Yakuza 2 and 3 coming out. They got, uh, I mean, they already threw a Persona 3 out there, which is, you know, in my opinion, a reason to buy the PS2. They got another Wild Arms game coming out. There's, there's just more stuff coming out. There's, there is still reason to hold on to your PS2, and it's, you know, re- reason why another issue that's, uh, been rather popular in media is starting to get to me is, uh, what is it, that 40 gig PS3? Oh, that horrible! No backwards compatibility. Yes. I mean, you know, That's... good PS2 games still coming out. That would be, you know, that would help. Just like the Virtual Console and the uh, Xbox Arcade are helping the other systems. 
That's true. Well, that, uh, but I mean, you bring up. Uh, I just yeah. I mean, as soon as you start talking about that, I just remember this. You know, the other news, some news about that. Yeah, I wish I had the numbers so I could tell them. But apparently, the PS2 has outsold the PS3. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yes. they're buying them. I guess. Uh, I guess what with the PS3 out, they lowered the cost of the PS2. So they're making a P- new PS2 out of nowhere was actually a good investment. Yeah. Oh, there's some. There's got to be some irony in there somewhere. I, I just it's it's in there somewhere. I just know it is. I, I, I'm waiting. I'm just I'm just waiting for representatives of the PS3 to start taking cheap shots at the PS2. <laughs> and it's funny too because they've actually released um like well like a little bit more updated version kind of, uh, of the PS2. It's like a white one or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh yeah, the silver. I thought, yeah, I thought they were crazy releasing that with the PS3 coming out and out and all that, but apparently it's a good investment. And speaking of that, the um, uh, the I was re- reading into a little bit more. It's like that that new the new um version of the PS3 coming out, the one with doesn't have backwards compatibility. Well, it, yeah. it does, but for only the first uh, generation PlayStation games. And their whole reasoning behind that is so it's so retarded this is why yeah this is why they're doing this the the whole idea is that by making it so that it's not backwards compatible that it will force the consumers to buy playstation 3 games what fucking playstation 3 games are they gonna buy that doesn't make any sense there's no games there for them to buy i guess if they don't have a next-gen console and they're diehard sony fanboys uh but yeah, the problem is is that PS3 doesn't have enough like big time exclusives to you know really gamble this way. They you know they I mean Virtual Fighter went to 360, Devil May Cry 4 went to 360 with which is shocking. You yeah. know, uh, Soul Calibur which was originally, you know, Soul Calibur 3 was an exclusive. It's gone back to being on almost every console. It's got a different game for the Wii, but, you know, all this stuff, I mean, I mean, I, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tekken, Sony's fighter, on the 360. Ouch. I wouldn't be surprised to see Tekken 6. Because, uh. I mean, at this point, n- nothing's shocking me. Yeah, uh, I've, I'm I feel... surprised they held on to MGS4. Well, I mean... As we know, Kojima, he loves the, the Sony. He's been with them at the very beginning, so I don't think he ever part way was with them. Wait, no, that's yeah. not true. Well, he no, was with, what, what uh, it is specifically is he doesn't want to mess up development. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there's, there's like 200, maybe even 200 plus developers working on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got his whole... Right now. He's on his own. Uh, he's hardcore. He has got his own cult, I guess. <laughs> What you may want to call it. He's he's got his own little thing going on there, but yeah, yeah. there's there's no, it's like there's no way he's gonna break free with that. Uh, I mean, I mean, he did. I think the only reason why Snake appeared in Super Smash Brothers uh, Brawl uh, is because uh, apparently he's like friends of Miyamoto or something like that, and he oh, yeah. was also a fan of the Smash games, and he really wanted to have them Snake in there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so. it, it's not. I mean, I'm glad they got Snake in there because that you know left it open for other third-party characters such as Sonic. Yes, yes, beautiful. And now play Sonic exclusively. I well, you know, not exclusively. I may from time to time switch over to Zero Suit Samus. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, that's not for gameplay reasons. <laughs> we 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 won't go down that road again. Yeah, well, well, we might. Chris wants us to go down that road next episode. Oh my! You guys are gonna. This is this this po- this episode of the podcast is, was a more laid back, more relaxed podcast. Yeah, more more to get uh, a chunk of the news out of the way because, as much as we covered, there's still an ass load more. This you know, it us getting to the holiday. Oh crap! Something wrong with me. Uh, <laughs> us getting to the holiday season. <laughs> you know, everybody's trying to throw the best stuff out, so. Yeah, yes. Expect probably updates like this on top of uh, you know a more structured, uh, you know I guess more uh, I don't know a, a better podcast later 
on in the week or yes. something like that. Yes. <laughs> righty, let's just cut this off now, then. We're good to go. Alrighty. Uh, righty. At some people. point, we'll find a good way to leave these podcasts off, but uh, right now, uh, Joe, say something funny. All right, anyway, I believe that's it for now, so... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, before we go, yeah. the joke I ripped off about Duke Nukem, I mean, I mean, Master Chief being Duke Nukem, is on a webcomic called God Mode. Uh, oh. I think it's probably godmode.com or something like that. Check them out. Their comics are really funny, and don't tell them I ripped off one of their jokes, because I don't, I don't want the author mad at me. Yes. <laughs> Copyright issues. All right. Anyway, oh, that I is. I want to get my ass kicked. That, just like <laughs> no one wants that. Oh my, not again. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we can say for today. Uh, goodbye, I guess. Bye bye. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs>